0: We're back. Honky talking. I'm Taryn. I'm Amanda. And we have a special guest with us today. He'll join us here in just a little bit. But. What's up, Taryn? How are you? I'm good. So last week we talked a little bit about the dog adoption that we did at Billy Bob's. Such a cute event. Um, I didn't mention, though, that I actually adopted a dog. Um, The event ran from 12 to 3. I made it all the way to 245. Without taking home a furry friend. but oh, they got the, you. Um, yeah, we have a new dog. His name is Bocephus slash Hank. Not really sure which one he's going to go by. I think he's mostly just very confused right now. He'll be Hank
1: when you're happy and Bocephus Hank. Yeah.
0: It's like when your mom you're when you're,
1: when you're your mad. Exactly. Terry
0: Nicole. I'm like, oh,
1: crap. I'm Amanda Nicole.
0: Oh. But I was so an much, angel. We have so much in common. I was an
1: angel. No one yelled my name.
0: What's <laughs> happening with you?
1: well um you know just we're getting ready i'm always just getting ready for the weekend and no matter what day it is the next weekend i'm getting ready for the weekend so, so that's what i'm doing i did not adopt a doggie in my dreams i did but not this time and for real but
0: you know scott probably you. would not have been happy i
1: have my cats yeah they i don't know how they would do with a dog just yet
0: my dog scott is kind happy. of a
1: dog scott is kind of a dog he'll come he'll he'll you know if you got food but does he play fetch He plays fetch one way. Like, you can throw it. He'll go get it, and then he runs off. So, you know, kind of a dog. But other than that, I mean, I'm just getting ready for the weekend, and we've got some stuff coming up that's exciting. So, let's dive in. Like... Boom,
0: boom, boom, boom! The Bacon Brothers. A.K.A. Kevin Freakin' Bacon. I love bacon, by the way.
1: And then also, there's another Bacon Brother. He'll be here, Bacon Brothers. Uh, His name is Michael. It's not Canadian bacon. It's not sausage or any other term for bacon. Michael Bacon. <laughs> um, it's definitely Michael.
0: So yeah, Kevin and Michael Bacon. <laughs> will be Billy here. Mars, yeah. October 11th. Be there or be square.
1: Uh, but speaking of bacon, the Bacon Brothers, Kevin Bacon. Uh, what's that game everyone plays? Six Degrees <laughs> of Kevin Bacon.
0: Funny you say that because I'm actually three degrees of Kevin Bacon in more than one way, which is... Pretty cool. cool. I feel like a small You're practically family. You're practically
1: family now. Um, How's your relation? What's your degrees?
0: So you're you're three degrees, too, because everybody here at Billy Bob's is three degrees because we work with Pam Minnick, who is our, you know, queen. Queen queen Bee. Queen Bee, yeah. Uh, And she was in Cowboy Up with Kiefer Sutherland, who was in A Few Good Men, with Kevin Bacon. Therefore, she has a bacon number of two. And therefore and we I have, have three. a bacon number of three.
1: Yay! We're practically family, like I said. We're famous. We're bacon bits.
0: Bacon bits.
1: <laughs> That's all I've ever aspired to be, is part bacon.
0: Oh, man. But, but
1: also, you know, all the bacon. We have uh, Billy Carrington coming to Billy Bob's.
0: So, when we were doing a little research on Billy Carrington, we actually noticed that he posed for a... Uh, a nudie magazine. A scandy magazine. Playgirl. Um, just, we, just showed off his ass. Yeah, we
1: looked at the cover, and he doesn't look like he eats bacon. Huh? No, Aww. Nobody get
0: excited. <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah, but no, he looks good like bacon. Anyways, um, he's got a bunch of hit songs. I didn't realize how, how wide of his catalog
0: God is I saying, actually know. beer is good. People, People are, are crazy. crazy. Um,
1: but I, I listed a couple of songs here. Donut is one of the popular ones. Uh, pretty good at drinking beer. Must be doing something right.
0: And, and let, me let Me Down Easy. And
1: there's way more. I listened to the Essentials list and they're all essential.
0: Um, so yeah, I Billy feel like Crankin. a pretty big fan without knowing that I actually was. He always puts on a good show at Billy Bob's. We usually he does. see a really great turnout. I think his last yep. show was sold out. That was in 2017. I think yeah. we're probably going to see the same thing this year. I hope hopefully. so. Yeah, um, come on out, and um, it's going to be a lot of ladies. Oh yeah. So if you're a guy, you come uh, check out those out. Uh, that's a They'll to be come. covered by a t-shirt, but you never know. But you
1: can just imagine them.
0: Use you <laughs> your imagination.
1: Um, yeah, I, I was. Yeah, speaking I'm of, kind of abs, about is that, is it time to introduce? <laughs> yeah, speaking of bacon lovers, <laughs> let's introduce <laughs>
0: our guest. Take it away, Taryn. Um, so on this episode, we will have our fearless leader, the ambassador of fun, Mr. Marty Travis. Marty, how are you today?
2: A plus. Couldn't be any better. Glad to be here.
0: Yay! So, first guest.
2: I'm just curious why I wasn't on episode one. But that's okay. I'm the first guest, so I'll take it as a, as a compliment.
1: We'll get you a plaque later. <laughs>
0: so, but episode one was about me and Taryn. That's why. Fair. Um, that's yeah. Fair. Couldn't yeah. let you steal the thunder. Yeah. Um, so Marty is our... Grand Billy Bob's Historian, a.k.a. the Excel Guru. Spreadsheet King. He got, Whatever you would like to. He you know, he's got I, lots of names. He got all the info. <laughs> um, on top
1: of Boss. Um, anyways, uh, let's uh, let's dive into some, you know, first of all, historical things that happened here at Billy Bob's. And we'll have some stories kind of tied to those. Yeah,
0: Marty's got lots of stories. Cute items. But we're going to. I'll
2: tell you one thing. This will be the Bacon Brothers' first time to play here. It'll be Billy Carrington's 12th time to play here, and the so first remember. time he played here, he played here in 2004. And We had 600 people paid money that's it to see him at the show.
1: Well, so, okay, oh, how times
2: have changed. Yeah, so- you said this
1: is the 12th time on October 12th. Ooh, spooky, kinky, I like it
0: <laughs> or kinky, yeah. Um, whatever what you want to call it, kawinky dinky. Um, dinky, I like so that. this week in history. In 1982, George Jones played here, and funny little snippet: George Jones was actually managed by Mr. Billy Bob Barnett, founder of Billy Bob's, hence Billy Bob. Um, <laughs> From
1: episode one, yeah, we talked
0: about him for for a, for a brief snippet. Um, so that's that's a fun little thing. Um, also, the Beach Boys. So more than Love just that. country music. I wonder if
1: there were, were there Beach Balls here. I don't know. There should have been if there was. That was in
0: 2006.
1: But, you know. Well, a little
2: trivia for you as well. The Beach Boys in 1982, that's the night Billy and Pam Minnick, met each other.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Our, our, our what a queen. full
0: circle. <laughs> Love that. Um, it was Parker McCollum's <laughs> first show at Billy Bob's in 2015. He has sold out plus once two since time, then. Last two. Seven.
1: Gearing up for the next, one, for the next uh, one This coming December December, And get your tickets now it's like December
2: 21st is right before Christmas So what a great Christmas gift uh,
1: I would love that If someone would gift me concert tickets You would be on the top of my friends list Remember Amanda
2: that. You run the ticket office you
1: Oh yeah the I'm the top of my know. friends list Woo
0: um, <laughs> We talked about George Jones We also had Tammy Wynette here in 1982 So that's pretty Go, girl. Pretty fun. Banda, I know you're a big No Justice fan. <gasps> Hi, guys. I'm
1: going to make sure they follow. Steve Rice better be following. But yeah, No Justice. They performed here. 2008. 2008. I love that. Oh, I wish they would make a comeback, come through here. We love you. I got you. I love you. Um, but yeah,
0: what else? We also had you? a young Kenny Chesney in 1996 did he
1: have a puka shell necklace on I bet he did
0: I, I, I hope so but, <laughs> I if, but I have found I wonder if he wore
2: shoes
1: he probably didn't wear shoes
2: actually I think the, one of the first times he played here he wore a white starched shirt oh, and yeah. a big buckle and you
0: know, and that was the last time
2: creased creased
1: right
0: <laughs> we'll put that picture up on our Facebook Instagram Twitter yeah um, I want to see a young
1: Parker too for a
0: visual reference I did dig back deep in the archives and I did find a young Parker McCollum um, his first show here mm-hmm. who else did we have
1: what was it, $10, I think, to get in or something like that yeah. for the first
0: Parker show? Thursday Night Live.
1: Cool, cool.
0: So, yeah, it's we had Willie Nelson in 2003. We talked about him last time. He'll be back. It's it's always popping at Billy Bob. Yeah, no our, matter what
1: year it is. Our
0: history shows it.
1: You know, I think that we have so much to say about everybody who's been here, but it'd be kind of cool to hear some stories from someone who's been here longer than the both of us, don't you think? I've been here... Don't
2: longer than both y'all put together
1: okay uh, so then you've got the
2: 1995 and Dish. I'll tell y'all some funny stories Amanda and Taryn have um, kind of picked my brain and asked me to come up with some stories and some of them that are funny some of them that are cute some of them that are silly but uh, <laughs> a couple of them we picked out today is um, the very first time NASCAR was in town uh, when the when the Texas Motor Speedway first opened up we had a bull rider named Jerome Davis they got injured, and of course, none of those bull riders have any insurance, so they were in a really bad place. And he was paralyzed, and Tough Edelman, being such a great guy that he was, helped put together a fundraiser that we held in our Billy Bob's Bull Arena and um, raised money for for Jerome Davis. Well, all the NASCAR guys found out about it, and everybody rallied around it. Dale Senior was here when he was still alive, and he brought out a tire from one of his race cars. He autographed. I think that went for That's cool. five thousand dollars, and um, Tough Edelman actually bought I believe I may be wrong when I'm saying this but one of the big bulls I think it was Dodge Dakota well in this weird world of bulls they um, a lot of these guys buy sperm and it's very expensive
1: bull reproduction
2: bull reproduction so they can go make more little Dodge Dakotas
1: like the Netflix well, special waiting to happen I don't know if
2: tough if it really was worth the money to tough or he was just trying to give money to his friend but he bought 10 straws of sperm at $15,000 a straw
0: do that math
2: $150,000. Oh, 000. my goodness. But, I mean, if you get one good bull of that, you get your money back right there. So if you have, you know, 15 shots at it or 10 shots at it, it's a lot of But he bought all of it. And it was just a really weird deal to have a bull rider that's big, strong, tough, heat them and bull rider buying bull sperm for <laughs> $15,000 a straw.
1: Got yeah, money. Throw it know. around.
0: All there's, for a good cost too. Right? There's never been a day in my life where I'm like, hmm, I'm going to
2: buy some sperm today. today. <laughs> I'm going to buy some bull sperm. Uh, another story <laughs> that we were talking about was it was right before I started here, but I, I've I've heard the story a thousand times. I'll share it with y'all. Um, eight Seconds, the movie with uh, uh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry played Lane Frost, and Stephen Baldwin yeah. played uh, Tough Hedeman And it was a you know a movie about the life of Lane Frost, who passed away a uh, in a bull riding accident. And um, they had the world premiere of the movie at Billy Bob's. But so Stephen Baldwin was here, Luke Perry was here. Renee Zellweger was in the movie, but she wasn't here. Uh, but the world's, you know, to have, to have a big red carpet L at Los Angeles Hollywood type of event here at Billy Bob's, you know, pretty cool to yeah. see all the stars and see all the, the <clears throat> pretties about it. So uh, another cute. story they want me to tell was uh, ZZ Top. You know, I wasn't here in 1981 when they played for $12.50, post a picture. What a deal. But I did, <laughs> but I was here in 2000 and 3000, 3000, really?
0: the future, 3,000.
2: ZZ Top might still be going in 3,009, <laughs> along with Willie Nelson.
0: The power of the beard.
2: Uh, but ZZ Top played here <laughs> uh, in, in 2009, <laughs> and the weird caveat to that was also the first time that Billy Bob Thornton and the Boxmasters played here. And it was just a packed house night. and sold out almost immediately to get somebody from Texas that big in this small venue of, you know, not really that small, but 6,000 people.
1: I worked that show, and I remember it being a cluster Everybody yeah. wanted tickets right then and there, and we only have two phones. Yeah. And, you it, know, was, and so. it was
2: a Thursday that it night. Was Thursday,
1: so it was a Thursday, yeah.
2: Uh, but the, the funny part of that story is we had asked, we had, you know, any of those been on the lo- backstage and seen all the logos on the wall. Well, Robert had done a great job of putting the ZZ Top logo on the wall, and it was right above a door so we could make it where people couldn't reach it and vandalize it or put their name on it or whatever. We just wanted it up our we couldn't do it. And we, we had a six-foot ladder, and literally those guys were going to take one or two steps up the ladder to go sign their name, and their manager came out and looked at it and said, "What's that ladder for?" And he said, "Well, we just put the logo up there. We'd like those guys to sign it." He goes, "Those guys aren't going all the way up on that ladder." And he's like, "All the way on the ladder, it's one step." And yeah, goes, let me assure you, they ain't doing it oh, next. No. So we didn't, we didn't get our ZZ top. Well, now that got painted over. So now, hopefully, we can get ZZ top back, put their logo down a little bit lower, so they can sign it, and get those boys to sign our wall. But okay. that sure was a fun night. Like I said, it was crazy because you know normally we have. Tracy Lawrence, Josh Turner, the traditional country crowds. We've got the same traditional people that come in. They know what going what's going on. But you put somebody like ZZ Top in here, and you get all different types of people. Plus the, mm-hmm. the people that want to follow Billy Bob Thornton when he was, I think he still married to Angelina Jolie at that time. Yep. Uh, so it was a real big, like Manda said, it was very difficult to get tickets, and very difficult for us to provide tickets for that many people. Um, but we did it. But we did it, and it was. But it was just a kind of a cluster of trying to keep everybody moving in the right direction. People that didn't know. Our building and our facilities and our policies is what we do.
1: I think I called in the next day because I had that much fun. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick from yeah, rocking my, too my, much.
2: My arm hurts from throwing the devil's horn That's right.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And
2: my last story I want to tell is the time we had Wheel of Fortune. Uh, it wasn't Pat and Vanna, unfortunately, but it was their Wheel of Fortune testing, and they were sending out people trying to find contestants for their next event. And the guys came out to me one, day, you know, weeks in advance and said, we want to do this. And I said, great, do it. And so they walked with a, a wheel. And we kind of made a, the, uh, the snake of, of, of lines to make uh, people get in line and create a snake. And we walked linear feet all the way through the entire building and then out the front door and then all the way down and almost to the neon moon. And then it started raining.
1: So oh, people were outside,
2: no. And started, but they didn't care. They didn't, they didn't leave. And people would be ushered in through this snake line all the way down the showroom. There'd be 1,600 people. I think our showroom seats 1890 or something. Uh, But 1,600 people go down at a time, and they would draw, they would draw seats and just pick 12 random people that got to go on stage, and you had to play one round of Wheel of Fortune. They were looking for characters, people that got excited, people that would be good on the show. But 1,600 people, and then once they picked those 12, they kicked everybody else out of the show out the Southwest exits. Then the next 1,600 people come in. You could go back and get back in line again. A lot of people did. Yeah, that's
1: what I would do.
2: But 1,600 people. Big Twelve. The odds people are really 12.
1: against you. Yeah, and like. you've got rained on potentially. Yeah, it was
2: frizzy, yeah. the That's
0: diehard. But hards. I had never,
2: I had never heard anybody talk about linear feet and how people take up linear feet space. So to me, it was an education operation for me because that's math that I use today. So it really was a, an interesting time. We got a lot of publicity out of it, and I think one of our people actually got to go on the show and pretty I don't think they cool. won, but still pretty cool. And that's then Last story I'd like to tell is about some NFL and NBA athletes that come in. And, yeah. and one of our favorites is, is one of the great football players in, in, the, in the history of Texas sports, the great D. Thomas. I don't know if y'all know D. Thomas. but
0: Oh, I, we know D. Thomas. Oh, I know D. Thomas. How did, Karen, how do you know D. Thomas? So, D. Thomas was my neighbor, <laughs> Your neighbor. When, I, when I moved to Fort Worth. Him and his little bulldog lived right down the hallway from me. Cute. Um, ran into him at, at Billy Bob's. I was like, oh, you're so familiar. How do I know you? Oh, you're my neighbor. So, yeah.
2: Taryn was there. Amanda, how do you know D. Thomas?
0: So I met D. Thomas
1: at um, a concert music scene. I don't think it was Stony. <laughs> I think it was Johnny <laughs> Cooper, but um, and that's cool too. But uh, yeah, we became friends. He, I became friends with a lot of the fans that were out there with me, and then uh, we had the Jenkins community was created by D. Thomas, and I'm a Jenkins, so I see him a lot at events. Not don't, all don't, Billy Bob's events. Don't
2: Jenkins have a special name?
1: Yeah, Jenkins. Well, it's, our motto is Jenkins for life. Everyone has its own own name. And what is your Jenkins name? My Jenkins name is Name Jenkins because my name rhymes, Amanda Banda. Name
2: Jenkins. Name Jenkins.
1: Name Jenkins, I yeah. like it. He calls me Banda Jenkins too and all other lovey-dovey names because he loves me.
2: Because what are I, some of the funnier Jenkins names that you can remember?
1: Um, well, there's a long list now and I've not seen a roster, but some of them will be like Eyebrows Jenkins or, you know, like... That kind of crazy. Gotcha. I so don't know an eyebrows Jenkins if I want to know an eyebrows Jenkins. And
2: but Way back in the corner is yeah. Peyton. Peyton, do you know D Thomas? I do. How do you know D Thomas? He used to date my hairdresser.
1: Oh my <laughs> goodness. D dated a hairdresser? No. shocking. <laughs> oh, I used to see D also at uh, Spencer's Corner back in the day when that was open. We have
0: some I, hard... I'm
2: not sure that D's not a twin.
0: I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that D isn't in the building right now. <laughs> Let's be honest. Dee, where are you? You're here, aren't you? Clock in. So my (laughs) first time at Billy Bob's, I'm pretty sure Dee was actually there too. Um, (laughs) I came up here for Stoney LaRue of 2015. Um, And I just, I was friends with Stoney's bass player. So I just went through the backstage. It's where you can usually find Dee hanging out. Yep. Um, So (laughs) 99.9% sure that was actually a part of my first first Billy Bob's concert experience.
2: Man, what was your first Billy Bob's experience?
1: My first Billy Bob's experience uh, was the first day that I worked. Um, I came into work. A friend of mine got me hired. Came into work. Uh, I was working in the ticket office, still kind of getting the hang of things. See this guy come in. Wasn't D. Thomas. Um, And he's just answering phones and talking to people up at the window. And I look to my uh, manager at the time. I'm like, who the heck's this guy? And she whispers to me, that's Randy Rogers. Because he was going to be performing. Um, Anywho, uh, I got his autograph. Didn't know who he was. Didn't know who he was. I was like, maybe he'll be famous. Do you know who Randy Rogers is now? Of course I know who he is now. And actually, same day... Tuff Hedeman was in the building, and I don't think it was for this event you spoke about oh, earlier. But know. he was in the building, and he also gave me his autograph. Randy Rogers said I rock, so it's official I do. Um, and I'm pretty sure Randy, I'm pretty sure D. Thomas came to that concert.
2: Randy Rogers is here in December 14th, 2019, Saturday yeah. night, right before Christmas. He
0: made it. Right. Guaranteed, and D. Thomas will be at that one. I will promise
2: you, you will see <laughs> D. Thomas at that show.
0: You'll definitely we see love you. you, D. Come yeah, see us. Yeah, we love you, D. You better share this on your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Marty,
1: what was your first day like here? Or concert? Uh, whatever. My first concert, first?
2: I came in, I saw Jerry Jeff Walker, and I was here for a quote unquote interview with Mr. Menick. And uh, I'd never seen it like this. I lived in Arlington worked in in the arts district and I partied in Dallas so I didn't even know Billy Biles existed and a friend of mine had me a job opportunity over here and I came and talked to Billy and he invited me out to come to a concert and I saw it was Jerry Jeff Walker and nice. I couldn't believe how many people were in this little quote unquote honky tonk and uh, it yeah. sure was a fun time and I mean the, the second week I worked here kind of a funny story we had a Tracy Lawrence back on Alibis and Texas Ranger it was really big and I I'd worked for the Texas Ranger and I worked in baseball so I would seen big crowds but When we sold out that night, I couldn't believe how many people were in line in here and just throwing money around like it was nothing. How much beer was being consumed? I went, "My God, this is going to be a pretty fun place to work." Yeah. So, come on back, Trace. Come on back, Trace. Twenty. Just had my twenty fourth anniversary. On and off. Okay. Cumulatively. Cumulatively.
1: Um, that's awesome. I didn't think I'd be here this long. I've been here ten years cumulatively. Whoa Whoa Darren
0: here y'all oldies (laughs) Little little, little
1: two year girl
0: But that's how you start And I I I did some fun stuff before this I can't even complain about my. You've been in music for a while My work experience
2: So we're going to talk about some music Let's talk about about music We're going to talk about D. Thomas
1: We'll talk about what he likes in the next episode (laughs) Uh, But let's talk about what we like What are our thoughts on some of the newest stuff that's out there. There's either new albums or new singles, um, you know, collaborations. So let's talk about that. What's, Taryn, what's your thought on the first item on our list, which is the Whiskey Myers new album that just came out, self-titled? So
0: I love Whiskey Myers. I've been a fan for for quite some time now. Um, this new album's rocking. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I, I really love, like, Virginia and, what is it, Broken Window Serenade and, you know... Those slow, heartfelt ballads, but this, I mean, this I, one's pretty I, good. I like
2: that slow, heartfelt ballad. You're
1: still just a bitch in my book.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, we, yeah. Can, no- we, can we say <laughs> on here?
1: We, we just, just did. We just did. Uh-uh. Um, bleep. Yeah, no, I, I think you get exactly what you knew you were going to get with Whiskey Myers on this album and a little bit turned up. Two eleven. 11 there's a lot of rock. A lot of rock country.
2: And we yeah. just announced our Whiskey Myers shows They're going to be playing here two days in uh, February worry.
0: February of 2020, 2020. One yeah. seated
2: show would probably be a little bit more calm And one rocking show that will probably be in the pit That will rock everybody's faces off Yeah, uh, definitely actually, get your tickets early Last week, uh, Whiskey Myers on the Today Show Yep uh, They're on the Today Show and uh, played one of their little bit softer songs, it was an acoustic set So it was cool to see them They said it was their first time on national television
1: that's, surprising. So that's they've really been, surprising. They've been kicking ass for a while. Well,
2: they, they do. They, they do rock and they rock
1: Well, you know, one of my favorites, um, switching gears, is Mike Ryan. Hi, Mike. Um, Mike and Ryan. he's got a new single out called Dear Country Music. Have you all had a listen yet? Um, I haven't heard yeah. it yet, but I will.
0: But, so Peyton, who is um, sitting in here helping us research stuff as we go, she has been playing it in our office um, over and over again We love it Me too I really love it I don't think Mike Ryan's Put out a bad song yet Same And
1: he just has that Smooth Silky smooth Dark chocolatey Smooth voice And I love it I feel like I could Fall in love with every song If it was a person
2: Mike is playing here The Saturday after th- After Thanksgiving so. Do you
0: hear all these plugs? Yeah We are guys. We are plugging and going well,
2: We're talking about stuff That's relevant, <laughs> we're about time that's, relevant. that's perfect to eat some turkey and, You're, a and watch and watch my car. You're a good
1: guest You're a good guest To have on here um, Okay what about Miranda's new Collaborative song Got Marin Morris Got Ashley McBride l King Kaylee Hammock To Towns Their single Is Fooled Around And Fell In Love Did you hear it
0: Yeah I have listened to it I love Every single One of those artists But man yeah. I miss Angry Miranda Lambert Like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Crazy Ex-Girlfriend scene, Like let me let me light your house on fire, Miranda.
1: Yeah, I think this it's, was an opportunity for them to really like, you know, have this woman infused, packed girl you know power. kick ass song, girl power song. Um, and they, it's not like they missed the mark on that. But oh no, it's, it's a great song.
2: Is this the cover of the old Elvin Bishop song? Mm. Or am I showing my? Age? You're
1: showing. I just something. don't know. There's a, there's
2: an old song <laughs> by a guy named Elvin Bishop uh, that played. Uh, in the 70s or 60s even
1: It's a cover of that no, song
2: it's, it's the same song yeah. Elvin Bishop was the original version It doesn't matter
1: But it's just cool to have that You know the collaborative thing on Either a, a man's Yeah Miranda song. Lambert's
2: first cra- Those crazy b- songs Those yeah. are scary to a man I mean, Yeah Let's scare
1: them ladies I, Man I
0: miss <laughs> I miss that That Miranda But Yeah
1: light your all Lawn of, on fire
0: All of those women Like the next generation Of women in country music Is It's it's looking hot. Yeah, they're killing it. Um,
1: So, what do you think about the the song uh, that Carly Pierce and Lee Bryce collaborated on? I hope you're happy now. Another
0: awesome. There's a little broken heart. There's a
1: little broken heart on the on the single cover, and I was like, oh okay. But I listened to it, and I really like it. I think their voices really complement. I love her
0: voice. It's you know Lee Bryce is great. He's a friend of Billy Bob's. Carly Pierce hasn't been here By yet. By the way, uh
2: plug Lee Bryce, New Year's Eve don't know. Oh, it's What did I say?
0: You said Lee Bryce. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's okay. I I'm run it. the ticket
2: I'm office.
1: Uh, uh it's Coleswindell. <laughs> <laughs> but Lee Bryce was here last month. Yep. And um and so yeah, he's a definitely a friend of ours, Billy mm, Bows. And Carly
0: Pierce, another great voice, another yep. badass female. I I dig it. Yep,
1: I, me yeah. Me too. So Marty, we know you're a Cody Jinx fan. How do you feel about the well there's two There's a new album coming out. Two singles are out. Um, But overall, what are your feelings on Cody Jenks? I
2: wish I could get him. I wish I could get Cody Jenks. I've been chasing him since I've I've taking over the talent two years ago. And uh, he's a slippery fish. But uh, I love everything Cody Jenks has done. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on the new record. Mm -hmm. The two singles are great. But I know that just like some of the other artists out there, he just keeps recreating himself and keeps pouring his heart onto the page Mm -hmm. and singing out to everybody to hear that's so That's true. And he's putting as a double album, isn't it, or two albums? I
0: believe so. Yeah,
2: so I'm, I'm, so I'm twice as excited.
0: Okay. Oh, and I found out the other the other day that Cody Jinks actually lives right down the street from me. In the sticks. In the sticks. Oh. He's, he's got
1: a ranch up in North Texas, and go by and convince him. I know like, to play hey, here. <laughs> hey, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, make neighbor. Go bring him some Have sugar. Have you seen D. Thomas?
0: Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you know do D. You Thomas? Know D. Is he here um, on the ranch?
1: And then Cole Swindell, like Marty said, he's going to be playing here New Year's Eve. Get your tickets. Um, He's got a new single out, Right Where I Left It. Taryn, what are your feels on this?
0: So there's a line in the song that talks about his town's welcome sign saying, like, state champs. And so this song kind of makes me, you know, reminisce on where I grew up because we actually have a sign um, that says state champs 1992. We're never letting that one go Um, and strong yeah it's just kind of a feel good reminisce on the good old days like
1: inspires nostalgia in the song which I like because those some some good old days like you said Um, but you know speaking of country I've added these to my playlist so I can you know throw them in the mix but what's on your playlist now like what are you currently jamming I know you mentioned Morgan Wallen last time that you're addicted to a song that your husband's probably mad about but um what else do you have on your playlist
0: do you have anything that's country non-country yeah i primarily listen to podcasts in my car hence why we started this one hello but (laughs) you know all of these and then paul coffin has a new song out um i really follow like spotify's release radar Mm -hmm. so i listened to that one the other day whiskey myers a song off their album kentucky gold um you know really those those rock and Americana Tyler Childers can't go wrong um, he does not want to play your wedding but sorry doesn't. he is on my playlist um, what about you
1: um, I, I listen to a range of things country a lot while I'm at work I hear a lot of country I hear people talking about country music and then I, I do follow the new artist singles on um itunes apple music shout out um but i also listen to a lot of other genres while i'm working so like while i'm at work i listen to just busy music i don't know why it really does help me kind of concentrate i'm a huge uh john mayer fan so i'm always listening to john mayer too and he even had some songs a couple albums ago that were that you could probably say were country have you country infused to sturgill
0: simpson's new stuff yet
1: I haven't listened to his new music yet um, But later we'll talk about My feelings on um, Some other projects that he's doing So But I mean as far as the playlist goes Marty, what's on your playlist? You're well, a rock I, you're a rock guy
2: I, I can't speak enough of the new Paul Cawthon I think the new Paul Cawthon's great uh, The new Mike and the Moonpies you know, They recorded oh, yep. most of that album at Abbey Road <laughs> With some of the London Symphony there and That's a very unique album for them It's got a real old 70s-style feel to it. That's cool. Uh, I'm hooked on Brent Cobb. I can't get enough of Brent Cobb right now. And the new Sturgeon's is fantastic. But digging into my rocks, I'm going to ACL this weekend, so I'll get to see Tyler Childers down there. Guns N' Roses is playing Friday night, so I've been listening to GNR, uh, getting in anticipation <laughs> for that. get uh, prepped. And I've also been listening to a lot of Gary Clark uh, because he's playing ACL. I think he plays every weekend in Austin somewhere, but he's going to be at ACL this weekend.
1: Man, Gary Clark can really well. On the guitar. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: The cure is the headline one night. I'm not a big cure fan, but I may go see all the people with their face faces painted white and there long stringy hair. It'll be an experience. The emo look. It's emo,
1: an experience. emo's not dead. Okay. Emo's she's not just dead Billy
2: Eilish is playing there. She ain't she's and she's playing this part, she's playing American Airlines Center, which is
1: That's a genre or or person artist that I haven't gotten into yet.
0: So I saw everybody tweeting these bad guy lyrics. And I was like, oh my gosh, all of these people must really have relationship problems. (laughs) Nope, their lyrics, totally over my head. She was on
2: Howard Stern the other day, and I listened to her. She's a very laid-back chick. Her brother plays with her. It was an interesting interview. I haven't gotten down with her music yet, but boy, sure is is popular right
1: now. Do your thing, sis. Um, Let's pop into the Did You Know, and I want to bring that up because of the Sturgill Simpson comment we just made. Um, Sturgill Simpson has an animated special on Netflix, and it... Features the majority of his new music. Um, it's pretty trippy. Have you
0: checked a, it out yet? A visual album. Uh, yeah. So we put it on. Um, I didn't watch it, but it was kind of like background noise. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't sit through it. My husband, huge Sturgill Simpson fan, our HR guy here at Billy Bob's, said it changed his life. Shout um, out, Pete. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it's... It, I don't think I
1: was ready to watch it you know I wasn't in the right space and I didn't have a lot of time so I watched a f- piece of it and I was like whoa so, this is trippy You
2: gotta be in the right frame of mind yeah
1: I should have prepared better but I didn't um, but what I did listen to was pretty cool I mean what a cool concept and not yes. a lot of people are doing that um, it has some kind of anime feel to it which I kind of get I and like.
0: like what Sturgill's doing though like he's showing that you can't just put his music in a box like he's more than just country Yeah, yeah. more than just Americana more than just rock and roll like. that really is
1: reflected in that special now that I you that I wouldn't be surprised if really Sturgill's
2: produced the last two Tyler Childers albums I bet Sturgill and Tyler go out on tour together
1: at Woo, and nobody will get tickets because they'll be sold they'll out. Be sold out in two
0: Fast and easy. Top. Yeah, no, you
1: can joke. get them
0: for two thousand dollars. Yeah, Got you, you have to.
1: Yeah, um, hope, hopefully not. I don't like scalpers, but, um, you know, come through here, guys, when you decide to do it. Right, we'll do one intimate evening. I dare if you're listening, I dare you. Yeah, that would be awesome.
0: Somebody
1: um, tag Tyler Childers. Somebody
0: tag Sturgill Simpson.
1: Speaking of stuff that's out of the box. Uh, this little fun fact was dropped on me earlier, uh, well, last week, actually. Um, that, you know, everybody, I feel like a lot of people dip into country every now and then. Darius Rucker did that. Um, but now I hear that AJ McLean, the Backstreet Boy, has country singles.
0: Can you tell that Banda's 90s, um... 90's hard It's just exploding Yeah if now. my dad's
1: listening Hey remember all those Posters I had I used to have them From ceiling to floor um, And so I'm super stoked That AJ is making Some kind of a
2: The interview that wave. I saw The interview that I saw With him said AJ McLean is coming To disrupt country music So I Well how I feel disrupted dis- <laughs> I don't know Who's going to disrupt it But I think just having him In that uh, In that category Is pretty disruptive Listen
1: too. I listen to the Three or four singles That he has That are categorized As country And I don't hate him. Good. I kind of love him. And I kind of love him more than some of the other pop country style songs that I've
0: heard. So I hope we get him here. That would be
2: cool. You never know.
0: We can get him at the 81 Club. Speaking of Backstreet Boys, have you been keeping up with the Nick Carter, Aaron Carter drama? Yes.
1: It's so sad when family fights um, to the point of restraining order. That's what happened. It's
0: insane. Also,
1: did you see he got a face tattoo? No, now I can't take you seriously anymore, Aaron Carter. Come on now, um, but
0: but we did love "I Want Candy" back in the day. We sure
1: did, and the remix from four years ago. I loved it. He's an adult saying "I wanted candy," like the rest of us adults wanting candy.
0: It is Halloween month. Candy, candy was a metaphor, Amanda. I know.
2: Turn you I mean it in both
0: ways. Ooh, um, I'm a big Kit Kat person. I also just bought this bag of Halloween candy, and it had these little Starbursts. Life-saver. Lifesaver gummies with oh, like sugar on them. They were gone fast. Oh, I, I swear I ate like 10 yeah, of those a day. Those were delish.
2: Amanda, favorite candy? Maybe <sighs> yeah, you can't say bacon.
0: I wish I could. Candied bacon?
2: Candied bacon you can say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, my favorite candy actually is like dollar store uh, Sixlets.
2: Oh, I love Sixlets.
1: Oh, I could eat a gajillion of those. A gajillion of them. Yeah, out your mind. Marty. They come candy. in like, they're they're a dollar for a whole pound of them. That's a steal.
2: I would have to say all time favorite candy. Probably so a Heath bar. I like the toffee. I'm
1: not
0: mad at a Heath bar. Well,
2: it's already mad at, and you can't get all the Snickers. But I
0: yeah. don't know if I've ever eaten a Heath bar ever. I've had a Heath on stuff. Score,
2: like... score bars, same as Heath bar. Yeah. I used to love to go to Marvel Slab, and I would get coffee ice cream with Heath bar chopped up in it. Mm, delish
1: That sounds amazing. Are there sixlets at those places? I'm gonna bring my own.
2: Next time, just, just
1: just blend them in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: French Hi, I brought my own candy. Please, oh, please help me. Um, let's talk about let's talk about something fun. You want to play a game? We're gonna play this game. We're gonna play this game called. Are we gonna call it the Popcorn Game? Is that I mean, we're gonna we can f- call it the Popcorn Game? We're gonna. It's the you know first word that pops into your head. It's with, your
2: show. You can call it you want.
1: Yeah, we we ha- will we'll figure that. out. But uh, first word that pops into your head when I say these artists' names. I'm gonna go first.
0: <laughs> you you ready? go first, girl. Coetzel. Uh
1: I know I had to go Ooh, first. Tough Ooh. One. I had to go first. Okay,
0: um, Jared, my husband. Hi he, Jared. He played guitar with Co-Wetzel for a couple of years, so just you know, it just yeah. sits there on the top of my brain. I was but. expecting you to say
1: that. Also, shout out to Jared for like helping us promo yeah. Jared, our podcast. Bomb. You the bomb. Okay, second one. Kane Brown. Marty, thoughts? First word? Uh,
2: I don't know. I know Doesn't he's a big, know. question mark. I know he's a big star <laughs> and he's got a big following right now, but it's just not my style of music. So I don't really have anything good
0: or bad to say. Kane Brown. I'm not gonna lie. There is one of, one song that I like. What is um, it? I can't. I don't remember what the name is. So I can't even popcorn. When anymore.
1: I think of Kane Brown, I think of like having a diamond earring. That's it. That's does all. He I I face, I, does
2: he have a face tattoo? No, no he's.
1: Ne- right. that's, that's post Malone. Does you have, have a
2: neck tattoo?
1: <laughs> no, that's Aaron Carter. I bet he's got a
2: neck. T- I bet he's got a neck tattoo.
1: Maybe he wears uh, turtlenecks. I don't know. I, I honestly only think of a diamond I'm getting, I'm
2: getting the I'm getting the shout, shout out from Peyton in the back that he does have a neck tattoo.
1: He does. Oh, okay. That's
0: okay. That's
2: fine. Neck tattoos aren't as bad as a face tattoo.
0: Heaven. As long as it's not his own name. Heaven. That is the song I'm thinking of. That is my popcorn answer. Heaven. Heaven. Okay. Next one. John Party.
2: Also has a new record out this week.
1: I does he? Him? him. Me too. Last week. His last name is Party, okay? Even if it's not spelled like Parte,
0: is a party when John Party comes like around. Like Western, that's what I think. Like, he is one of the Nashville dudes right now that are throwing it, traditional country Western. Where's a cowboy like, hat?
2: The old band, where's the cowboy hat?
0: Love it. He was, on, think,
2: he was on one of the talk shows, I think Jimmy Kimmel or Seth Meyers the other night, he was on one of the big shows and, and rocked it real good.
0: He that's was so one cool. of my first shows here at Billy Bob's. It was... Um, John Party, Midland, and Runaway June, who oh, are yeah. all three, you know, kicking butt right now, um, but That's that cool. was that was one of my first Billy Bob's memories.
1: Okay, my last one, Midland.
0: Well, now I have to say John Party.
1: Yeah, but... they kind of went hand in hand. <laughs>
0: Cigarettes. Honky tongue.
1: <laughs> okay, your turn, Taryn. What do you got for the okay, game?
0: I have Darius
1: Rucker. Hootie! Popcorn, popcorn. I know, I, I thought about it too long. Hootie.
2: That I think, oh, I've got, a, I've got one more. How do I play <laughs> this?
0: One word. First thing that it can be two words. First thing that pops in yeah, your Yeah, first head. thought, I guess.
2: I think in the Hootie that because Hootie played here, and Darius Hootie. played here. We had Darius play for <sighs> yeah, we,
0: uh,
2: the Colonial uh, Country Club at their their party here. This isn't one word. I'm telling the story again. <laughs> okay. popcorn can I popcorn so, story. Can Okay.
0: Can you say wagon oil here? I can also, we get some popcorn for the story?
2: I will say that my story is big hand. All our autographed hand, our hands in cement. He has one of the biggest hands I've ever seen. Really?
1: Ever. Oh, we'll have to look for that down the hallway. It's big. Um, what's your next one?
0: Tyler Childers.
1: Song. Won't play your wedding.
0: Tyler Childers does not want to play your wedding. No, you know what
1: I think of? Um, his red hair automatically. that's. I mean, if he was a cartoon, it would have to be like bright orange.
2: And boy, just, uh, just, that guy just got such passion in his voice, and the, the lyrics that he drops are, are fantastic. I just, that guy would have a bad song in my book.
1: That song, Little. Feathers, feathered Indians, little feathered, feathered Indians. Indians. He sounds like he's on the brink of tears sometimes a to the song. He's just pouring it out. Yeah, he's Ooh, pouring it out.
2: Heavy.
0: Okay, I also have Post Malone face tats. <laughs> uh,
2: his dad works in the beer business with, and my wife knows his dad, so I don't know Really? He can use it, but yeah, he works over in three Greenville. degrees. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a two. I'm a Post Malone two.
0: <laughs> we start that. We'll start that game. Alan Jackson. Old school.
2: Yeah, Alan Jackson. Or (laughs) mullets. Just hits, hits, hits. Man. We had Alan Jackson one time play here for the Kubota 40th anniversary, and it was uh, uh, the 40th anniversary of Ruby. So they had a big Kubota lift uh, like a bulldozer in here, and it was full of rubies. And they had six gemologists here, and everybody that worked for Kubota could walk up and, Pick any of the millions or thousands of that they had. You could pick one. Take it to the and One lady got a twenty thousand dollar ruby.
1: Holy! It was the mix
2: of it. And the funny thing, we negotiated a deal with Alan. And once it was done, signed, and delivered, Alan's manager called up and said, "Hey, Alan wants a Kubota for his house." I said, "Okay." Wow! He him a so they gave him a Kubota on top of his, his wage, which is a you know, a little historic. What a so, legit! So.
1: What a legit guy, though. Uh, he also hey,
0: wrote, "Hey, I song.
1: want one of those."
2: If uh, Dallas was in Tennessee, yeah,
0: Dallas. Whenever he performed here in 1990,
2: backstage at the Bob's.
0: So that's that's mm-hmm. fun. And then my last one is Zach Brown, Cajun. Cajun. He has like a Cajuny
1: kick to his voice, and a
0: little bit of chicken fry.
1: And maybe that's why. But I just <laughs> think I feel like is he really? He he got to be from the Bayou that somewhere. Chicken fry. That
2: song was actually written by the guys in. Uh, here several times Lost Trailers they came, oh yeah they, all the time. they wrote that song Zach hit, took it over one of the coolest things i saw recently about Zach Brown is he played I mean, it was years ago but it was Zach Brown and uh, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters Hell uh, yeah. they played uh, an, uh, War Pigs which is an old Black Sabbath song I thought it was really cool that Zach got up there and jammed with Dave Grohl and played a rock uh, and rock and roll song and now oh. he's playing in a couple weeks and Lucas Nelson's open for him over
0: Kind of cool. Should be here. Well, heck, guys, that's all I got. Marty, you have anybody you want to throw at us?
2: Man, uh, the new Paul Coffin—I can't get off of it. It's—it's it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic record. I think the new John Party's really good. You can go a different direction. I mean, Paul Coffin is deep and soulful, and John Party's more about his album's all about drinking and getting drunk and having fun drinking. And, and partying. So, um, and boy, if you don't know Brent Cobb, please check out Brent Cobb. that guys.
1: He tells us about Brent Cobb a lot
2: every day, every day. Least, it's part of
1: our daily routine at least once a day yeah okay. you, when you work at, when you work at billy bobs you get a name badge and a clock in and a dose of brent okay, a dose of brent cop
0: yeah. in a music lesson every music day lesson.
1: um so one cool thing we've had a lot of love it's, it's not just cool it's amazing a uh, lot of love and just our first week shout out to everybody all of our new followers our new listeners we love you you have really just kind of uh, made our days
0: every day um, and since we started. Public apology to Chef Chris. Um, I re-listened to last week's episode, and he's like super culinary trained. I sound uh, <laughs> from valley, you're a valley girl for um, that moment. He actually has a very impressive resume, and we hope to have him on an episode coming up. Um, but if you go to our Facebook, Instagram. Twitter. I listed a lot of his actual, um, previ- yeah, previous experience
1: credentials. Other
0: than he's he's like a cool dude. He's, he's listen like
1: culinary trained. Taryn had chicken tenders on the brain, and she loves those. I, I, do. Love I actually tenders. have those so for today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, what's
2: on next week's podcast? Have, uh, we haven't got
1: that for yet. We, you know, we are definitely going to do some kind of uh, fun stuff on our podcast giveaways tune in to listen trivia all that's to come um
0: rate review subscribe yeah don't don't miss out twitter instagram um i know that band and i were talking about doing a special giveaway on our social media for our listeners yep um coming up so stay
1: tuned and also um you know share with your friends we like to share the laughs
0: Put it on your story. Put it on your Facebook. It takes two seconds. Everybody scrolls past it anyways, I mean, but maybe maybe that one person will click. Yeah, I mean, Dee
1: Thomas is sharing and liking and loving, so you should too. Come on, Jenkins family. Come on, Jenkins for life. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I think we're good. Uh, get
2: talking.
1: You love, our, you love it. I do love your name. Okay, so we're out of here for well, that. Awesome,
0: guys. Bye. I'll t- I'll talk to you later. Bye.